0: time great right. Bishop and the Council Round Heee!
1: About a two hour and 25 minute meeting last night mm-hmm. So uh, not, as, uh, not as hardcore as a nearly six hour meeting the week before <laughs> or was it almost seven hours
0: well, all I know is too I much, There remember. was too much stuff
1: to get in last week Way too, Wait. oh my gosh There was so much going on mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a lot going on with this one as well. Last night, Committee of the Whole. had Alderman Joe McMiniman. He was the chair of the committee. Oh, and uh, they had a special guest last night, State Representative Sue Shearer.
2: My back on everyone like that, but I, I really didn't intend to speak. I just wanted to come and and let, let, let our community know that I support the, the good things that you guys are trying to do and the hardships that people go through at home. And um, so if you ever need me, I'm here to help.
1: So, she just wanted to make sure that... Uh, Where does she live? I believe the Decatur area.
0: So, she didn't even live in Springfield? No. Get get, get out of here.
1: Uh, I, I, her district is, like, split between Springfield and Decatur. I'm Which, by the way, makes no sense.
0: Well, this it is really, the way the maps really, are drawn. I know, but it makes no sense. Gerrymandering in its worst. In <laughs> well, all seriousness. I, I mean, in all seriousness.
1: I don't know if uh, Souchier's district is the uh, prime example of gerrymandering in Illinois, though. Illinois does definitely have a lot of gerrymandering going on. You I know, think you see a got, lot of it more in the it uh, Chicago has area. But, part
0: of Decatur. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and, and along with a certain part of Springfield. Right. And right. then, like, a real thin line all through 72. Yeah.
1: Uh, and again, gerrymandering happens. Uh, so that. Politicians can pick their voters, not voters picking their politicians. Yeah, it's wrong. Uh, let's move on, though. Another, uh, you know, it's time for city business, a lot going on, uh, including uh, making sure that they uh, do some repairs to a uh, uh, power plant that uh, I believe they've uh, also eyeballed to shut down. But yeah. we're talking big money here.
3: And additional funding in an amount not to exceed $5,156,436.51 oh. oh. with GE Steam Power Incorporated, for the repair and maintenance of Unit 33 for a total amount payable of $6,080,447.51 oh for the Office of Public Utility.
0: Second. Good Lord, what, what do they need that? What's that money for?
1: <coughs> $6 <million. coughs> Well, you remember uh, when they had that fire? Yeah. And it cost like a million to open it up? Uh, this is what, I'm pretty sure this is what it's from. Here's Doug Brown. Um, listen, is, uh, most of this is going to be covered by insurance. Doug Brown with CWLP.
3: So right now, once this ordinance gets passed, then uh, GE will be able to uh, then perform the rest of the, of the work for the Unit you know, 33. And the insurance coverage, um, we do have 100% coverage of that. So basically, it's a million-dollar deductible that we'd pay uh, off
1: the top. So, uh, at least we um, picked a reasonable deductible. Dollars, yeah. We'll have basically $5 million you know, a little over 5 million and in, and in, uh, insurance coverage for that.
0: All right. So there you go. I wonder what the what the premiums are <laughs> now. Oh boy. Plus a million dollar deductible. deductible right. Good lord.
1: Hey, but you know, I going to cover 5 plus million dollars of it. Uh so you've aren't, got Are they closing 33? Well, and but not for over? a while. Oh, okay. Um so you've got that, and there were other ordinances that were six figure spending, you know, 100,000 100, here, 100,000 there. Uh, you know, it's just consent here, consent there. Uh, you know, sometimes we get mired down in the process, not the politics. No, well, the process is funnier. But sometimes, Ray, politics plays into the process. Uh-huh. And we hear about that with a request to extend a liquor license Mm -hmm. for a certain organization. Let's hear the ordinance.
3: And to increase the number of Class B liquor licenses by one for FKG Oil Company, doing business as Lincoln Motor Mart, located at 610 South Grand Avenue.
4: Move to consent. Second.
1: All right. Move to consent and seconded. All right. All
0: right. Somebody's wanting to sell some liquor that's also a gas station. Yeah, and they've
1: they've got the ability to um, sell uh, beer and wine. Mm Mm-hmm. But they want to be able to sell liquor, right? Because
5: spirits are different.
0: Oh, they want to sell bottles of Jack and so on and so forth. Right. Okay. Here's yeah.
1: Alderman McMiniman.
5: They've got approval now to sell packaged beer and wine till 1 a.m. And th- th- what we're saying is if we next week pass this, we're including spirits within the uh, opportunity to sell since I've got a problem, I think it's we're taking a risk here for selling spirits late at Why? night, and yeah. so I'm going to hold back consent, my consent vote, because it, uh, to get it on the consent requires a unanimous okay. consent. So uh,
4: it doesn't. First of all, and second, it's in my ward. It's in Ward Six. It was discussed with me, um, and you can't so. hold up consent by one vote. You say this all the time, but yeah. it's not true. So, um,
1: Uh, I think, uh, we're going to have to have a little bit of a fight here about the procedure and the process. Oh boy. Uh, Here we go. You
5: can tell Jones Sharon. Yeah. Consent agenda to place placed on consent. We've been through this many times requires unanimous consent. That's just the way the state law is written.
1: All right. So, you know, when they get to the full city council, they have a consent agenda, right? And it's like typically 10, 15, 20 bills, however many different ordinances that they put on consent agenda. That's $6 million spending for CWLP. That was put on consent agenda. Mm -hmm. Uh, But there's also what's on the debate agenda where they then go through individual ordinances and they vote on them up or down in the full council meeting. Mm -hmm. But the consent agenda is a bunch of ordinances that nobody has any dissent on. And they just lump all those together and they pass them all with one, one vote. All right, so that's what the consent agenda is. But to get on the consent agenda, Alderman McMinneman's saying, you have to have all the aldermen on board. Mm-hmm. And if one alderman doesn't like it, then it has to either stay in committee or go on the debate agenda. So we'll hear a little bit more about this process here. Mr.
2: circle is... Could you give some clarification Hold around this um,
3: issue? I do believe, I I think I've circulated a memorandum maybe at least once uh, on this issue. It might have been before the last 12 months. Well, obviously, yes, they months. don't know it, so right. just to
0: answer the question, Zirkle.
3: <laughs> we don't need to hear you pontificate. <laughs>
1: He's like, I just wanted to give a little bit of more historical context, he said. Uh, uh,
3: state law uh, that allows for an omnibus vote or, by consent, grouping things together, And voting one vote for multiple ordinances uh, requires that it be unanimous when that action is taken.
1: So the requirement is that it's unanimous. Unanimous means everybody. Mm -hmm. And
3: so consequently, it does require unanimous agreement at the committee to place it on consent for final action at the city council. So here we
1: are spending five, six, seven, eight minutes talking about... uh, the procedure and the policies of uh, how to move forward with consent and debate they're not really talking about the substance yet uh here's more about uh, the, the procedure with McMinniman.
5: when this has come up in the past the issue was whether once something's placed on consent and it then comes up for passage a week later can any one person take it off consent at that point point? and that's where the discussion has been in the past
3: but um and in the answer to that question is no they cannot it would require a majority vote right. because of the unique way that the council does a committee and then uh commit then the uh, city council as a whole yes sir
1: i mean all right confused yet yes <laughs> yeah boy confused bored yeah. and again they're eight minutes into a conversation about a liquor license and this is what they were focusing on Right. Here's
5: more
0: uh, liquor. That really, it's just a stupid liquor here's, license.
1: Here's, here's more back and forth.
5: Where we're at is that the 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 motion for consent fails because there's not unanimity for the motion, but oh. anyone can make a motion for debate.
1: <laughs> if nobody makes a motion for debate, then it stays in committee. Uh, and McMinimman's ready to talk about the substance of the bill. The substantive right?
5: part of this is, you know, when people go out and buy spirits <laughs> late at night, Uh-oh. one o'clock. Hold
4: on, hold on, hold on. Ah. The, 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 I'm sorry. The discussion right now <laughs> is about. Is about the procedure, so you can't say we're not going to discuss the— Alderman Hanauer has a question uh, about the procedure.
5: Okay, fine. I, I don't have a problem. Um, <laughs> Ray, believe it or not, they're know, still not know, done
0: talking about the procedure. Yeah, I know that he's—listen, I know he's not like this, but, boy, he sure makes it sound like— uh, He's some big-time Chicago guy that wants to make sure he gets his piece before we— uh, I don't know about that. I'm not saying that's not the case, but it's right. sure, uh, he sure sounds like it.
1: We still got a uh, back-and-forth here that's How ridiculous uh, re- the
0: conversation
1: is. We've got a good back-and-forth coming up uh, that we'll have to replay over and over again because, um, well, it's kind of funny. So uh, stay tuned for that. We'll get to that after the break here on the conversation of— Extending a liquor license for a uh, convenience store and to get mired down in not politics, but the process. Mm -hmm. But I think some politics is definitely involved here. So stay tuned. We'll get to to the conclusion of that debate from last night's Springfield City Council Committee of the Whole. All right. So there's an ordinance for a convenience store to be able to get Mm -hmm. um, a liquor license that allows them to sell uh, actual liquor, not just beer and wine. Where's my piece? And it was motioned to be put on the consent agenda Mm -hmm. where it just gets lumped in with other measures to be passed next year. Everybody just kept going consent, consent, consent. Except one person said, oh, no. Alderman Joe McMinniman had some issues, which he ultimately said, if he does not consent, then it does not go on the consent agenda. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we continue on here with a little bit more of back and forth with the procedure questions and last night's committee of the whole meeting.
5: I think we got to move on. Move to debate. Questions. Ah, Move to debate. Second. Second.
1: After like 15 minutes there of talking about the procedure and not necessarily about the, the actual... You know, policy of liquor it, it licenses.
0: Just, it, you know what? I just don't understand his desire to, I don't know. It's in somebody else's ward. They've talked to the people. You got to have some trust in your fellow councilman or your fellow alderman.
5: But we get more back and forth here. It, That's where it gets good. It's at the last minute and it can lead to trouble.
4: We do not and legislate so therefore, you don't, have the,
5: you don't have the floor right now. Well,
4: I can talk if I want to talk.
5: Well, that's going to create problems around here Mm -hmm. (laughs) What did you say? Nothing Okay Um, Uh, So just trying to express a point of view And we don't all all have to have the same point of view You know, it's a free country It's a democracy Yeah Uh, Man, let's listen to that again Shh, be quiet Well, that's going to create problems around here Mm -hmm. (laughs) What did you say? Nothing Okay Um, So (laughs) just trying to express (laughs) I
1: think I I heard a "Mm -hmm."
5: (laughs) <laughs> Let's listen to that again. Okay. Well, that's gonna create problems around
4: here.
5: Mm-kay. Yeah. Mm-kay. What did you say? Nothing. <laughs> 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 okay. I'm um, so. Oh, I sound
0: like a. Uh, okay. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. What did you He sounds like he's. <laughs> well,
5: that's gonna create problems around here. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. So is that Conley? Somebody cracks up. I mean, well, that's gonna create problems around here. Okay. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. Okay.
0: <laughs> Dude, I, he's holding it up. Listen, it's a it's a gas station yeah. in Ward Six. <sighs> he's holding it up. Oh, well, he's got concerns. What are really, what are his concerns?
1: As, you know, he mentioned how somebody got, you know, uh, drunk at a late night party and threw a beer bottle or a liquor bottle at a uh, police officer. What Remember that, that incident? What so does
0: that have to do uh, with, with here's, selling
5: he, liquor at a gas station? Here's even more. You know, we had a situation, How it was at a bar, but you know, there you go. a beer bottle being thrown at a police officer. Let's not forget these situations. Yeah.
0: For God's sake, that had nothing to do with a gas station on. On the West side. It had well, nothing to do with it.
5: Creep problems around here.
0: Okay. <laughs> what did you say? Nothing. Okay. Mm hmm. Gotta love it. Okay.
1: So uh, that measure was not put on consent agenda. It well, was put has, on the debate agenda. He has to argue with it. He argues with Kristen D'Censo all the time. I think it's uh, healthy that we have uh uh springfield city council that uh, gets into deliberation uh, not just it, about I, the policies but it, also about the procedures i don't and, think
0: it's healthy for anybody but him cuz everybody else just gets so frustrated i worry i worry
1: uh frustration uh, levels uh, i think I, I think it makes the roundup that much well of course it does <laughs> <laughs> of course, yeah. of course it does saying, <laughs> It does not do a damn thing for the city you know what
0: I'm saying? it <laughs> makes the roundup fantastic uh, but I'm, I'm telling you, even though I know that's not the case, it sure sounds like, "Hey, Papa Joe, better
5: get his piece of the pie." No. before well, we get that's this, uh, create problems around here.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> what did you say?
0: Nothing. Oh. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: I will send you to bed with no dinner.
1: All right. Uh, coming back, we'll hear from a uh, woman who uh, does just tireless work for the homeless population in Springfield. Uh, But also, we'll uh, hear from um, Mary Francis and uh, several aldermen back and forth. The police chief is well in the mix here uh, about what to do with Pillsbury Mills. Stay tuned. It's on the way. Mm. All right. Coming up,
5: more Council Roundup. Well, that's going to create problems around here. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) What did you say? Nothing. Okay. Okay.
0: Uh-huh.
1: All All right, so I gotta. Papa Joe needs a piece. Man, I need I need somebody to like set up a camera in here and just watch what I do.
0: It is, it is amazing.
1: Some, you know, I've got forty you're things to going this on. Side, that
0: side, you're cooking this; you're listening to that.
1: Oh boy, checking my text messages because you know. Yeah, no, I. Somebody, somebody wanted to correct Joe because uh, he brought up that. Um, Bottle being thrown at a police officer. Yeah, um, Joe said that that was a bar. No, it was actually just a street party.
0: Yeah, it was, it yeah. was a street party at like three o'clock in the morning for some reason. Right, right.
1: Uh, so, okay, moving on. Uh, that that measure again. It's on uh, debate agenda. If you missed all that, we'll just have to check the podcast. Let's talk about Pillsbury. After about an hour into the meeting last night, they got done with all their city business, and now it's was time for open uh, comments and whatnot. And you had Mary Francis with the groups moving Springfield forward. They want the city to do some things with the Pillsbury Mill sites, that eyesore, that uh, public safety trap, that uh, uh, environmental catastrophe on the north end of town. (laughs) Uh, and it's going to cost a lot of money to do it. We're not going to get into all the debate. Dirty they,
0: building where, yeah. where, dirty buildings where dogs are committing suicide or whatever. Yeah, is something, going on. yeah.
1: So there's a lot of there was a lot of discussion last night. They talked about it for a good hour, if not more. So uh, we'll just get some of the highlights here. Here's Mary Francis laying out some of what she wants to be uh, to, to have done, and also uh, talking about how you know there's broad support across the entire community for the city to do something about it
2: so all of you have constituents now who do support um what moving pillsbury forward is doing
3: question when you're when you ask these people to support you have you let them know that Mm -hmm. you want the city to take over the property yes um i I live in cobblestone Uh we have the cobblestone president here and i think she'd like to dispute that kim you want to come up because I have a problem when you're going around asking for support, and you're not telling them what you really want. Okay,
2: I'm. I have five minutes, so I'm going to take my five minutes.
3: <laughs> oh boy! So, a, oh man! had a little bit of a
1: fight there. All of a sudden, the alderman's like you know, bringing people up to debate each other during public comments. Was that Hanauer that? Yeah. Pulled it. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, Mary Francis went on, and she she said explicitly what she wants the city to do after being asked mm-hmm. by okay. uh, Alderman Redpath.
2: Uh, I would love if the city acquired do you have a
3: sponsor, it. Sponsor somebody here on the council that's going to sponsor. An ordinance well, Chuck,
2: in an answer to your question, yes, I I hope the city will. I do. Well,
3: I
4: think that they need to bring the ordinance so we can. Uh, Just not to give you false hope, because Mm -hmm. it's a a financial nightmare for us to take that over. We couldn't afford to do it.
2: Well, I don't want you to take it over so you can pay to fix it. I want you to take it over because it puts us in a position to apply for federal and state money to take care of it.
1: And the city already does have costs associated with it. Yes. Simply by having police arrive or to, you know, uh, surveil the area or whatever they do. Here's the mayor.
0: Officers are going by there, you know, reviewing the area. Uh, We did the lighting with regards to replacement lighting, things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So uh, the one thing we will uh, be doing is talking to the EPA this week, I believe, or next week.
1: Yeah. Uh, So what exactly is the city doing with all the other agencies that could be involved here from federal to state and so on? Uh, Corporation Council Zirkle gives an update. And this is important for people to understand. It's not like it's just sitting there and nothing's going on. There are meetings and things being done, uh, you know, uh, not necessarily behind the curtain or behind closed doors, so to speak, but and things are being done, you know, behind the scenes.
3: What the city has been doing has been pushing both U.S. EPA, IEPA, and the attorney general's office to identify either state or federal funding to address it.
1: And there's this thing called a super fund or whatever it is, but, um, you know, getting some federal fund tax dollars. Uh, getting some federal funds to uh, help address this whole issue.
3: And uh, they have prepared a, a report that has been submitted to the U.S. EPA. Uh, and the status of that, uh, it's my understanding at least, will be understood better probably in the next few weeks. Be good. And so that is a significant step forward, and that is based on the city's Pressing IEPA and I, uh, the Attorney General's Office, to try to come up with some way to work with the US EPA because it's not something that will be solved locally.
1: Yeah, it's going to have to take a a bunch of different people involved in this. Um, So, hopefully, that's a little bit of a light at the end of the tunnel on this. I don't know if it appeases this, this group that's been pushing for whatever they're pushing for. Um, But here's some back and forth with some of the advocates and uh, Alderman Redpath.
5: But very we, close
2: are, with them. we are very,
4: this is, very not, available. Look, I understand what your compassion for this. I, I get that. We all, we all would like to see this cleaned up. But you got to understand, as a city, we have to protect our citizens. And this is not protecting our citizens. Do we you, are putting, we are putting the financial burden on the taxpayers of the city of Springfield if we tried to.
2: Alderman Redpath, there are people living in that structure. It's extremely that. dangerous. I there I are teenagers that. and young people trespassing in there. But we have a whole city to there. look
1: out for. Yeah. Um th- there are people trespassing in there who's being told about it. Yeah, they're they're, we, they, if we they're get, still we, stupid. They stay. I mean, we're getting law enforcement involved in there, we're getting public health involved in there. If there's people trespassing in there, it's dangerous. Uh, something needs to be done. Here's Alderman or uh, Woman Turner uh, addressing this this very issue because listen, Francis said that uh, she and several others joined the IEPA to take a tour of the facility or something mm-hmm. to that effect, and they saw tents in there. Well, she's walking through it uh, apparently with the, with Lord. officials. Uh, did the city know about that? I, it's unclear. Uh, here's Good. here's. Here's all the woman, Turner.
4: When, um, when you guys went in and saw there were people, did you um, talk with police department? Did you report yes, that? Yes, I've, I've told,
2: we've told everyone, the, the police chief, the fire chief, the NPO.
1: Or did you just call the media? Because yeah. um, uh, Chief Winslow, uh, he was asked last night. So what's so good about these meetings You got all the officials there to yeah, directly hard. respond And here he is
4: They didn't contact you directly
0: No one
3: called the police the day that people were allegedly in there I called uh, I called the source who talked to the reporter And spoke to him I said, did anybody see anybody? Did anybody call us? Nobody called us, nobody saw us uh, The first I heard about it from a reporter, so I called him to get more clarification Because we had no police reports on it We had no calls for services on it, etc Oh boy, yeah
0: yeah. Hmm. yeah. So you can't trust a busybody.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Calling the media is one thing. The media can't go in there and with public safety crews to make sure that people are safe. Yeah. They can just stir the, the pot. Call the police. And then
0: that way, if the police don't do anything, you can... Well, you then you can ram- call the media. Then you, then you have, You yeah. get your call
1: log of calling the police multiple times, yeah. and then you say, look, they're not doing anything about this. Then you call... That's, that's what the media is for.
0: You don't claim you called the police when the police... The chief is sitting right there.
1: All right. All right. Here's Woman uh, Turner. We
4: have to be very careful, because when things like that happen, we immediately need to contact the police and fire so that they can do a, a follow-up and not have to rely...
1: Yeah, on, on media reports... Uh, here's uh, here's more but in this situation where we're talking about
4: um, people's lives being in danger the first call should be to the police department or the fire department so they can immediately dispatch dispatch someone there um, to find out you know exactly exactly what's going on and yeah. we have legitimate follow-up so.
1: Whew. She also said that if there are special interest groups getting access to the Pillsbury site, even with the IEPA at their side, the city needs to know about it and maybe have a representative from well, yeah, the city to go along To make well. sure
0: they're safe.
1: And to make sure everybody's on the same page. Uh, that way, if they do see that there's tents set up, the city can then call and get law enforcement involved right away. So... We're not done hearing about this. As you heard Jim Zirkel, Corporation Council, say in a couple of weeks, we could know more about what the IEPA and the Attorney General is doing with the EPA uh, and if there's going to be any movement there. Uh, so we're, we're far from the end of that story. Maybe it'll be like Hunter Lake where we talk about it for 50 years. Um, Moving on, I got an early uh, Hero of the Week vote, Ray. Mm-hmm. It goes to Julie Becker. What Julie Becker do? She is... An extraordinary woman Mm -hmm. who takes her own time, helps raise funds for the homeless. Mm -hmm. She goes out, she gets them blankets, backpacks full of supplies, socks, food. She takes phone calls from strangers who need help, find themselves in rough spots. She was there last night to um, convey a message to Springfield Alderman. About the importance of um, readdressing a low barrier shelter for people in Springfield. Because she has, she laid out, and we're not going to go through all the instances, but she laid out like four or five recent incidents where she was contacted by somebody who, for instance, one was blind and couldn't go to a shelter because they didn't have. A uh, an assistant to help them navigate the shelter. They're blind. Hmm. So what Julie did was she used funds that she's helped collect and some of her own money to put that individual up into a hotel room until they can figure out the best route to get the services that that person needs. Another one, another instance of the four or five she laid out of recently where she helped people get a hotel room because there's no other place for them to go, especially with the conditions that we have out there. She said it was a a, a a husband or a man and his fiancee who was pregnant who lost their residence and couldn't have a new place until Saturday. So instead of sleeping on the streets, she put them up in a hotel room. Good Lord. A couple of different instances where she's gone above and beyond. And the reason why? Because there's no shelter uh, other than the warming center to facilitate these instances. They should have never turned down the Bel Air. Here's, uh, here's, here's Ms. Becker.
4: That could happen to any one of us. These are not people who have been on the street for 12 years or five years or a year. These are people that are losing space because of one reason, one reason or another.
1: She uh, uh, doubled up the message of making sure the city does something and gets back on the track to getting a, uh, a new shelter.
4: I would urge you to please seriously get back on this issue. Find a building. Get it going. It's not going to be a perfect situation. Uh, nothing that I do is perfect, but I'm doing the best I can.
1: Again, I think that's going to be well, my early yeah, uh, hero of the something.
0: week vote. At it's you did
1: something. Now you got to council around that. Yeah, the city should do
0: put that Bel Air back up. What do I know? All right, 7:52. There you go. That's a pretty, uh, pretty eventful council roundup. Thank you, Greg.